everyone. Welcome to Business for Builders podcast. Uh, my name is Max Peterson. I'm the CEO of Smith & Sons. We're a uh, general contracting uh, and renovation franchise organisation. And uh, this podcast is really just to, uh, again, provide information very much like our YouTube channels uh, to those general contractors that are out there and that are, you know, working hard on their business every day trying to make stuff happen. And so uh, we're hoping that this uh, platform here as a podcast will um, give you some insight and give you some, uh, some assistance and, uh, and, and help you sort of build that business that you really want to build. Um, you know, the Business for Builders has pretty much got um, a fairly organised approach to what we believe helps, you know, our 90-plus general contractors in three countries, um, you know, de- develop and design that business that really suits them. And uh, those five things that we focus on mostly is uh, mindset, management, marketing, um, mentoring, and mastery. And, you know, we find that we we compartmentalize those things because some are very some are very tactical some are very much uh, machinery type orientated things that you can do they're very tactical but there's other parts of that those five that you know things that will um, be very psychological that are very personal and that relate to where you are and you know your level of experience or the things that you've done in your life uh, and those kinds of things so. Um, the first one I'm going to really quickly chat about is is going to be your mindset. And as a general contractor myself, you know uh, I've you know been around for 31 years, always had some involvement in the building game, whether it was a framing contract carpenter with 15 guys, or whether it was you know just an interior finishing carpenter, or whether I was putting roof trusses on high rises or things like that. <clears throat> right up to the point where I became a registered builder. And then begun to sort of, you know, face the retail sector and want to try and build homes for for homeowners uh, on a retail front. And so, with that sort of experience, I guess you know, I come up with the with the the five M's, if you like, the 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 high performance pillars that we sort of now talk to our general contractors about. Um, and the mindset one, I think, is a good one to start with. And I have sort of put them together in order of appearance, simply because I, I think that. Your mindset aspect is definitely the largest roadblock and not just when you get started as a general contractor running a business, but I think along the way, as your business begins to grow and develop, it seems like that, you know, we have this, maybe we have this uh, attitude that says, well, we can, you know, once we get so far, once we're doing half a million dollars, once we're doing a million dollars in sales, or once we're doing $2 million in sales or more, we think that there's some sort of you know, position there that now our life becomes blue skies and lollipops. And having done my, my apprenticeship with a guy that, you know, really started out as a, a sort of a one-man band builder. He was a carpenter building bridges on a golf course and uh, and then eventually sort of transitioned through the different phases to, you know, doing joint ventures with real estate agents. And, and only last year uh, he just finished – sorry, this year in 2020, he just finished building 36-storey high-rise on the Gold Coast – so, you know, I've sort of seen, you know, guys that have started out pretty small that have, you know, obviously built massive businesses. And if I was to go and chat with Phil and say, how easy is your life now? He could say to me, look, it's harder than ever. You know, there's, there's as your business develops and grows, there is more challenges, there's more moving parts. And so, you know, the first thing we want to talk about today in this podcast is about mindset. And, uh, and, and I really believe, you know, um, 
really in a line with that kind of macro heading, uh, you know, things like work being the variable of success, self-awareness being the variable of success, and your ability to be creative on the fly um, is a variable of your success as well. So if we were just to quickly chat about that, obviously you and I know as general contractors that if you don't work your ass off, you're not going to get anything. You're probably not going to get anything in life in general if you're not prepared to put in the work. We get that. Um, it's also important there that if you, you know you need to be self-aware. You need to understand where your skill sets lie and you need to understand from the get-go that there's probably more that you don't know than you do know. I heard a guy say to me once, he says, that the, the further down the track you go, the more you understand and realise how much you don't know. And so, you know, there's that self-awareness that says that as I build bigger businesses or a bigger, bigger business, you know, I'm going to come to a point where I actually start thinking that I'm actually knowing less than what I knew when I first started. Um, and I think that's important to just recognise that but also embrace that as I want to let you know today that that's just part of the deal. Um, doing what I'm doing today, currently overseeing the the, the development of this Smith and Sons brand, uh, you know, in Canada with with where we're about to roll out into the United States uh, in 2021. You know, having sort of had so much experience and a reasonable level of success in the building game, and then you get into a position as a CEO and you've got to sort of develop this brand from a standing start. Uh, you you realise the the uh, the challenge that you're facing to grow the brand. And so, you know, work, I understand what work is. Um, obviously, self-awareness, you know, it's more than ever I've had to really rein that back in and go, okay, I need to be aware uh, as to what, I'm, what I've embarked on, what my obligations are, what my challenges are, because if I don't, uh, potentially, you know, I can really reduce the level of success and probably increase the amount of frustration because my expectations were that it should just come to me because I've had great success. And you'll agree with me when I say, you know, the success you've had in the past doesn't guarantee success in the future. And so I think it's super important that that self-awareness does kick in. And then, of course, the last one about creative uh, being the variable of success or one of the variables of success is that we, you know, every one of us is different. Every one of our businesses is different. We've got geographical differences and challenges and things like that. And and so I think, you know, what you've got to do is you've got to take information that you might hear on this podcast or other podcasts and really look at your own business to figure out where and how does that fit or even if it does fit um, and then if it you know there's a there's a meshing between taking what others have done like the advice that we might be giving you on this channel here and and then adapting and and maybe transposing that or modifying it to suit your your business and the challenges that you might face and the scope of work that you might specialize in and so those you know those three things the work the self-awareness and the creative um, I, you know, really, I, I think the creative thing goes forever. Um, you get more guys in, then you've got to be creative about how you even manage those guys. So, you know, when you start, you know, having to then feed those guys, you know, or those crews or that business, then you've got to get creative around your marketing message and things like that. So, you know, I, there is just so much, you know, so many rabbit holes that we could go down as it relates to each of these subjects. Um, but because we're sort of focusing on, you know, mindset as a macro subject, um, what else I see in in you know in what I do is that we tend to sort of not want to take the blame. You know, we want to cast the blame elsewhere. Uh, maybe we want to make excuses because it gives us it does. It's really escapism. You know, I think when we make that excuse and we can cast that blame 
uh, to someone else or on someone else, then it gives us a little bit of solace. It gives us a little bit of, you know, breathing space. Unfortunately, it's very temporary. <clears throat> and the fact is, is there's a saying that says, there but me I go. In other words, you might temporarily disable that challenge that you're facing, but I guarantee you that at some stage in the very near future, you will probably come across that again. And so I, I think that's where... Uh, if we, you know, even as CEO and having, you know, a few franchises in our organization already, if things go really well for the group, for the franchises, for the brand, I'm really quick to deflect that accolade to the group because it's super important that I maintain a good culture and we'll get talking about culture again at some, at some stage. But, you know, that's what I do because it's the right thing to do for the momentum of the business and the group. Conversely, if something screws up and, I could easily deflect the responsibility to someone else. I will choose not to. Uh, I certainly will have a discussion with those involved in the back room later, but publicly I will take the heat for that because because what it does for me mentally is it says now I own, because I own the problem, I also now own the excuse. Uh, sorry, I own the solution. Uh, I don't make excuses the fact that there's something going wrong in my business. I am the operator. I am solely responsible. And unfortunately the noose is around my neck and the box is under my feet as is the, the noose around your neck and the box under your feet. Uh, so I think when you're trying to minimise the, the fallout and the damage in any situation, it's much better for you to just cop it in the mouth or cop it on the chin and deal with the subject matter as it is because therein lies the, the, the challenge is to now how creative are you to then deal with the issue that you're facing because the, the more you try and sweep it under the rug or ignore it or, or, or you know, deflect the responsibility to somebody else, the longer that problem will linger. And so as a builder, we are constantly working with human resource that have got their own agendas. And so when you're on a building site and, you, you know, it's really a challenge to recruit the right, you know, the right service uh, trade or whatever it is that you need to complete your projects and so, you know, it's very, you've got to be very mindful that these guys are going to run their own agendas and they do. And yet we've got to basically uh, make sure that we deliver quality at a high standard. And so we are subject to their service capabilities. Uh, and yet when things do go pear-shaped, we have to be the guys that jump on it and go, right, get people together, regroup, reset, figure out what the solution is, lead the way. Leaders lead. Uh, you can't take somewhere, you know, you can't take somebody somewhere that you haven't been yet. And so I think the, 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 you know, the, the challenge for us as leaders, and even if you're a general contractor and, a, and you just got one two-man crew, you're the leader. They're looking up to you. You're responsible for feeding their families. Like there's a whole lot of things, of responsibilities that go with that. And unfortunately, uh, you need to understand that is part of the game. Now, this then backs up the self-awareness. If you're not comfortable with that, then you should go back being a finishing carpenter and just working for another general contractor. That puts you in the space where we're not talking about monetary value now. What we're talking about is happiness. In other words, your mental happiness, where you feel you contribute the most, where you go home and you're a happy camper and you maybe get your weekends back and maybe you only make 80 or 90 grand a year. But you know what? You've got a quality of life. And so there's self-awareness that kicks back. Uh, if you're not in the position where you go, I don't want to put that noose around my neck and have the box under my feet. I don't want that level of responsibility. Um, so when you know you you can when when you're the guy that can brag about building a 36 story 180 million or 200 million dollar project on the Gold Coast, I guarantee you that guy Phil, who I know personally, he takes all the responsibility. That is his that is his deal. He doesn't deflect anything for a moment. If shit hits the fan on those projects, 
he is absolutely responsible and you don't have to tell him that. He just assumes that. So, you know, he understands how he rolls and the person that he is where he loves and he loves the game. I mean, I've known Phil now for 30 odd years. I mean, he loves the game. Um, and so there's no taking him away. And of course, he doesn't see what happens in, you know, his day to day that might represent uh, fires and and take that on board as a, oh my God, why is this happening to me? He doesn't do that. He really embraces the whole challenge of making money, but with that whole uh, that mandate, that objective, the the uh, you know the problems that go with it, he just sees as what he's got to conquer to to bring about the final the end result. So, you know, I think a lot of you know a lot of what we do is uh, certainly success. What I know about whatever success is for you, I'm telling you right now, it uh, whether it's big or small, uh, it, it lies outside your comfort zone. You, it's never going to come to you. I absolutely believe that 100%. Um, it's, uh, you know, we've got to accept the fear of the unknown. Um, I think what bottlenecks our businesses is that we don't want to move into that position whereby we want to take a chance or take a risk. Um, I'm telling you right now that success lies outside your comfort zone. You've got to go get it. Uh, it ain't going to come to you. And, uh, and success will not negotiate with you. It, it will not come to you on your terms. You've just got to go and adapt. Um, I know that when I moved to this country five and a bit years ago, um, the philosophy that I came up with, because it was such a radical change, even though the shift from Australia to Canada was very similar in some ways, uh, I had to assume the, you know, I had to come up with something where every day I wasn't going to fight the system because it was just going to beat me down if I let it. So the three things I come up with, and this might help you today, is you know you want to you really want to immerse yourself in the program that you've signed up for whatever that is whatever your mandate whatever your objective whatever your business goals are whatever your lifestyle goals are you've got to immerse yourself in the program um, whilst being immersed you want to adapt to your surroundings so for me you know a couple of the basic ones were don't get in the right hand side of the vehicle if you want to find the steering wheel because it's not in that side it's in the other side you want to drive down the road on the the, the side you drove in Australia you're probably going to lose your license. Like there's a whole bunch of things that you know you've just got to adapt to. Like the 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 change is part of life. If you if you reject change, you reject success. And I think that's that's a moment in time where you've just got to assume that change is a wonderful part of your growth curve, and that you know there is a, a time and a place where you can enjoy the fruits of your labor. But as you're as you're in the building process, um, I think that there's some there's some you know some times where you've just got to adapt to your surroundings. And so if you've immersed yourself in the program, you've begun to adapt and you're starting to feel fairly fluent with what you're involved in, um, then you begin to excel. You know, you need to go into that excel stage where you start to really kick some goals. Um, you know, couple, you know, in brackets, you've got to be patient, right? So, you know, we've been here for five and a bit years and it's only now, it's five years in where we start, where you think, okay, Canada's just normal. It's just like, you know, I think everyone else talks funny, but apparently I talk funny. Um, and have the accent, but it's like now it just be, it just feels like home, and I think that's because I chose to. You know, when we moved here, we basically just sold everything, and we come with nineteen suitcases, the wife and six kids, and we just chose that we're going to make this work, hell or high water, and and there was no going back. It was just what the wife wanted. She's Canadian, uh, wanted to be close to her mum and dad, so I made the decision because it's in my nature to be fairly confrontational and aggressive in that regard. And that's what we, we just chose to do. So five years in, life is fairly, you know, it, it's just, it is accepted to be what we do. We live in Canada, it's our home, and that's what we do. So, you know, I, I think I think when you're sort of starting to build a business, um, you know, you want to, 
you, you and I both know as general contractors. Let me give you this to wrap up. Um, foundations. We, we know we build foundations. We build basements and things like that. Um, these are the three the three characteristics of a foundation. A, it's the hardest work. You know, I've put up twelve foot form since I've been in this country, and I've done it in the rain, and it's it's not a it's not pleasant. Anyone that's done that knows what I mean. So foundations are probably the hardest work, even over framing. Uh, the other thing is they're very expensive. They cost the most: concrete, rebar, labor to install, backfilling, compaction, everything like that is 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 it makes it very expensive. So the foundation is. Is, uh, is is the hardest work, it's the most expensive part of the construction aspect, and it's the most critical, just by the way. And the third thing is, it's the component of the house that is seen the least. Do you get that? It's the hardest work, it costs the most, it's seen the least, but it is the, the whole house relies on the integrity of that foundation to go the distance, to basically stay up forever. So when you're in the building mode, when you're building a business together, you know, I, I'm asking you to understand that the work that you're putting in that costs you the most, that is the hardest work, that gets seen the least because you're out there doing it by yourself, it is the most critical part of your development process into building the biggest business that you can build. And I want you to take, I want you to take encouragement away that it is worth it so long as you're in the place where you're happiest. If you're forcing yourself to go and be a builder and it's not your call, you need to get out, you need to think about it, make a move, move sideways, do something, but just don't stay there. But if you are in it and you love construction like I do, then understand the power of a good foundation. My name's Max Peterson. I am the CEO of Smith & Sons. And, uh, you know, if you love what you hear, then I'd love to, you know, if you could give me a thumbs up or some feedback. Um, if you want to share the podcast with someone who you think could use this kind of information, then I would love it if you do that. And I would certainly love to hear um, from you. If you want to email me directly at max at businessforbuilders.ca, uh, I'd love to answer your questions. I can jam with you all day long. You know, if it's, if it's, if it's super important to you, I'll even give you my, my phone number uh, if, you, if you send me that email and I'd love to sort of help you out and give you some feedback. So um, you've been listening to Max. It's business for builders. It's uh, right up your alley. Take it, use it, implement it, go be successful. And uh, that's what we're here to do. Have a great day, guys.